All right. Um, we're going to start on talking. Can Christians join politics? All right. That's what we're going to be talking about. Can Christians join politics? Let's get into it. All right. 12 reasons Christians should not be involved in politics. All right. Here are some compelling reasons why you and I as Christians should not be involved in politics and what we should do instead. Every election season seems that Christians have one of the loudest voices. At least that's the case in most democratic countries. However, did you know that the, that the Bible actually teaches that Christians should not be involved in politics? You might be surprised, but that's something most Christians don't believe today. Although many Christians get involved in politics, that doesn't make it right. I know it can be difficult to believe. That's why in the, this post, I gathered 12 of the most important reasons Christians should not be part of any politics. Okay, reason number one, our citizenship is in heaven. We read Philippians, our citizenship is in heaven, from which we eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is true. My selfishness, we have folks uh being with people and uh the bible does say that we're just pilgrims passing through okay. as you can see we're not citizens of the united states philippines australia china japan or any other countries it says we are citizens of heaven. If our citizenship is in heaven, then we must be more focused on the agenda of heaven rather than the agenda of this world. Aside from that, we are called to be ambassadors for Christ. We read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. An ambassador is someone sent from the sovereign country to another country to be as a representative. In this case, we are a representative of God's kingdom. All right. As ambassadors, don't meddle with politics of the country that we are sent to. They don't actively endorse any candidate. They don't even vote. Well, that makes sense because we have to look at the fact that uh, the Democratic Party, Republican Party, basically the same party and uh it doesn't make any sense voting since you know the people who are chosen to be president are not chosen by the voters they're chosen by elite secrets and a lot don't believe that societies a shadow government that runs this government and probably other governments around the world Okay. As ambassadors for Christ, we work as a representative and not a citizen of the country we are sent to. All right. The Messiah didn't say he will change the government. He said he will replace the government. Now, here's reason number two. This world's politics is corrupt. It won't take long for you to notice that the political system of this world is corrupt. If you look deeper at times, it's even against biblical principles. They call the reason they call it dirty politics. You can't get into politics without actually getting your hands dirty. After all, 
we read in second Corinthians chapter four, verse four, the God of this age is Satan, whose mind the God of this age has blinded who do not believe, least the light of the gospel, the glory of Christ, who is the image of God should shine upon them. Not only that, but it is the world is deceived. So great the dragon was cast out. So the great dragon was cast out that the serpent of old called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world, who was cast to the earth and his angels were cast out with him. Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. Reason number three, we are not of the world. We read in 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 to 17. Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, it is not of the Father, but of the world. And the world is passing away in the lust of it, but he that does the will of God abides forever. Let's remember that we are in the world and we are not of the world. Yeshua the Messiah or Jesus Christ added, I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. John chapter 17, verse 14 to 16. We must engage, must not engage in the world's corrupt political system. And that is true. All right. You, you see, a lot of times, a lot of people will get mad at you for saying this. A lot of Christians will get mad at you for saying this, but it is the truth. Why do you think, you know, the, re the reality is, is like, uh, the Christian life is hard. And you may like politics. But in the reality of it all, you know, once you see what they're about, it's evil. I mean, the wars that are happening, okay? You have, like I said, I'll tell you something else. You have the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. They are both working with, they're working with Ukraine. Instead of calling out Hitler, Instead of calling it out, they agree with it. Joe Biden is sending money to these neo-Nazis, okay? Uh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez was called out in the town meeting for supplying money to neo-Nazis. Her supporters turned on her. But this is the government that Christians want to get involved in, okay? Republican, Democrat, okay? It's just, it's wrong, all right? Both sides benefit from wars that don't that are not just, these wars that are fought, they're not just, okay? They never were, it was always on greed. It was always on evil, okay? It was always on, uh, you know, tearing down another countries uh, to get their resources, okay? Making up lies, all right, to get to invade another country. You know, 9-11, there was no weapons of mass destruction, okay? And you have a lot of servicemen who have died, okay? I'll go even further. The United States has government has been working with Nazis for a very long time after the World War, Second World War, okay? Claim to one World War, but then you bring the Nazis over here who are wanted for war crimes and you use them to help build your space programs. You even had them, um, you know, the Nazis uh, watching over Jews in camps except this time these Nazis work for the U.S. government. You can look this up, all right? 
J. Edgar Hoover um, had Nazis working for him. This is the government, the United States government I'm talking about here. Okay, and this is why you can't, as a Christian, you can't go to war and you can't side with these politicians because they're corrupt and they're liars. They will send young men to die in war while they're collecting the profits because they really just want the resources of the other country. And it's very evil. And not just the United States, the other governments too. It's a very sad state of affairs. It really is. And when you talk this, they call they will call you legalistic, they will get mad, they will try to say, Well, God in the old testament, God fought wars. You have to understand that was the nation of Israel, all right? And God had a plan. The reason why he did that was because he was punishing the nations who were committing sick acts of pedophilia, okay? And other types of disgusting things, sacrificing their kids to demons. All right. If you had a Canaanite. Or a, uh, you had a Canaanite living next door to you, and you found out the things that they were doing, you'd want them in jail too, and you probably, you know, would say, "Look, it's so horrible. They have to, they have to get the death penalty." All right. This is what happened. This, this is what was going on in those days. But we are not a nation under God. We are a nation. Um, that is built off slavery and murder and genocide. The presidents were not Christians. They were Freemasons. All right. And when you bring this up, people get mad. Oh, George, what are you talking about? George Washington was a Christian. Really? What did he do to the Native Americans? What did he say? The Native Americans are nothing but beasts and deserve nothing from a white man but utter ruin. Okay? Abraham Lincoln was a good man. Abraham Lincoln said, if I would free the, if freeing the blacks will get the South back into the nation, into the Union, I'll do it. We'd keep, if keeping them in slavery would also bring the South back into the Union, I'll do it. He didn't care about blacks. He cared about what will get the South back into the Union. That's what he cared about. Okay? He had to go to war. He had to kill people. All right? And even when the slaves got their freedom, they had to go back into slavery because no one would, um, no one would hire them. Okay? They couldn't have a life of their own. And when they tried to have a town, they were flourishing. The whites decided, the racist whites of those days decided to burn it down, to kill them. Blacks fought for this country in World War II. And when they come back, they're still called the N-word. They're still mistreated. Is this a country under God, under Jesus Christ? No. You're still dealing with it today. So how could I, as a Christian, want to lay down my life for this country? It's not a nation under Jesus Christ. The world's not our home. 
Reason number four, politics are passing away. The government of this world is doomed to fail. It will ultimately crumble down. You're going to put your trust in any of these politicians. Sorry to say, but you will be disappointed. Whenever the candidate you choose, you know these people can't save you. You know they can't remove the evils of this world. You know they're only human plagues with their own weaknesses and frailties. First John chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Once again, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. The world is passing away and the lust of it, but he who does the will of the Father abides forever. The world is failing government will eventually be replaced by a perfect government of God. All right. It will be. But that's after, you know, the tribulation period and God comes back and. Uh, you know. Does judgment. <clears throat> OK, that's another thing, too. Uh, Christians are not a lot of Christians are believing the lie of that will be raptured before the tribulation period. No, we won't. And with you know, being focused on the government. No, we won't. OK, these elements of the world are going to be bringing in chaos so they bring a new world order and they'll have a president, you'll have a world leader who everybody will love, but he will be wounded in the head and then he will become evil and then he will unleash hell on earth, okay? It's gonna be a rough time, okay? It really is. And unfortunately, a lot of people are going to fall away because they're trusting the government and they trust in the lie that we will be raptured out of here. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not going to happen. That will not happen. At all. Now, let's read the prophecy of Daniel. In the days of the kings of the and the, in the days of the kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall never and shall not be left to other people it shall break in peace and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever daniel chapter 2 verse 44 the world is passing away together with his government shouldn't we be more focused on the eternal government of god all right reason chapter um, reason number five politics divide us exactly I personally know someone who had been divided by the election season. Some people were unfriended and some even blocked on Facebook. Some who are brothers and sisters who are blood related have become enemies just because of fighting for politicians who don't even know them. Such a tragedy that we could have easily avoided if we had remained neutral and apolitical. You're right. Yeah, people divorcing their spouses because one spouse voted for Trump or one spouse didn't vote for Trump or one spouse didn't vote at all. Because you didn't vote the political party, I want. I'm, no, no. Th people ruining their marriages over people that don't even know you. Because people have, have invested in their politicians socially, mentally, financially, emotionally, they have a hard time accepting results, which leads to further division and delayed reconciliation. Reason number six: Politics isn't the best way to show your love to others. One argument people use to justify their involvement in politics is to show love to others. However, we honestly must look at ask ourselves is getting involved in politics really the best way to show love i would say no politics because of politics a lot of people become enemies they attack each other verbally with insults and demeaning words 
even Christians forget to love one another in the name of their political candidate. We often hear people quoting Edmund Burke, all that is needed for evil to do is for good men to do nothing. However, in wanting to do good, we eventually cause more harm intended instead of becoming the light of the world, we become instruments in the hands of Satan to divide and disunite people. Reasons number seven, there are better ways to love one another. Okay. In truth, all of us have the power to make positive change without getting involved in politics. We can be active in helping our community we don't need to get approval of people just to show love, kindness, justice, and mercy. When I say Christians should get involved, should not get involved in politics, it doesn't mean you don't do anything. It means you become apathetic. You can do the best thing you can do in promoting social justice, alleviating poverty, and supporting peace in your own special way. Reason number eight, there's no worthy candidate. How can you know, know which one God would endorse? Yeah, because both of them, you know, both of them, when they get into office, they're going to do not what God wants them to do. They're going to do what they are given, their orders are given by the secret societies. All right. That's what they're going to do. Or better yet, we ask. Is there anyone God would endorse? Are you wiser than God to tell him who is the right candidate is? There are some questions we must seriously ponder on. There's actually no candidate more worthy than Jesus Christ. Thankfully, the Messiah will not be elected to power by a majority vote. He will be appointed king by his father and will establish God's kingdom here on earth by force. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's another thing. When Christ comes back, you see, Christians don't understand when you become a Christian, you live under a monarchy. There is no democracy in Jesus Christ. I'll say it again. There is no democracy in Jesus Christ. Either you're going to be obedient to him, or you're going to be disobedient and burn in hell at the, at the end of your life. That's it. I'll say it again. You're either going to obey God or you're going to burn in hell at your life. OK, a lot of people think that it's a democracy. It's not. I mean, he, he loves us and he gives us a choice. He's a king. All right. Com not like many earthly kings. He'll just, you know, say, OK, he's going to just ask straight. Are you going to you going to obey me? No. OK, you're going to die today. He's not like that. He understands his ways are hard. And he'll let you live out your days. But after that. You're going to hell because you want to live your own life. All right. It's not a democracy where you die, you go before him and you get get you get a vote, you know, whether you go to heaven or hell or not. All right. It's not how it is. And a lot of Christians think it's that way. It's not. OK, a monarchy has a king. Right? A lot of sometimes Christians, some Christians don't know what they did when they became Christian. All right. You gave your life away. You live under, you're a servant under the king. That's the thing. Number nine, reason number nine, Christ wasn't involved in politics. When Yeshua was here on earth, he didn't run for any political position. He didn't seek to become a ruler or king. Christ didn't try to overthrow the Roman government. Obviously, he knew how to corrupt the people were who were in power. 
He was aware of the social injustice caused, yet Christ didn't try to start a global campaign or changing the world government. Instead, when Jesus felt that people were trying to make him king, he escaped from them. Therefore, when Jesus perceived that they were about to come and make, take him by force to make him king, he departed to the mountain by himself alone. John chapter 6, verse 15. The time will come when Yeshua will finally return on earth and establish God's kingdom. That's the time when he will intervene and finally make positive global change. We are all waiting for now, the thing is about that, though, a lot of people are not going to like that because that means a whole bunch of things are going to be changed because he's going to have more control over everything that you do. And a lot of people are not going to make it. Okay. Reason number 10, the majority is not always right. Democratic government thrives on thinking the majority is always right. That's the essence of voting. Those who are in the majority will win. However, we see in the Bible that although the majority wins, they're not always right. In fact, if you look around us, the majority of people are deceived. They don't know the truth found in the Bible. They don't know why they are here. They don't know where they are going. They have they don't have a deeper knowledge of relationship with God. Do you remember how Christ was crucified? The majority of people called for his death. They won, but they didn't make it right. But that didn't make it right. They won, but it didn't make that didn't make it right. When you vote and partake in the world's politics, you might eventually find yourself on the wrong side of history. Reason number eleven: God is sovereign. God has the power to raise good good leaders and to bless His people. All right. He can. God is. Perfect, always in control. He he is in care of his people. I have a few message passages that I want to read quickly to prove God's sovereignty. Romans chapter thirteen. Let every soul be subject to the government authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities exist are appointed by God. Two verse nine. And he changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives the wisdom and to the wise and the knowledge to those who have understanding. Okay. Daniel chapter 4, verse 17. The most high rules in the kingdom of men, gives it to whomever he will, and sets over it the, to the low, sets it over, over it the lowest of men. Daniel chapter 5, verse 21. Then he, Nebuchadnezzar, was driven from the sons of men. His heart was made like a beast in his dwelling with the wild donkeys. They fed him with grass like oxen, and his body was wet with dew of heaven, till he knew that the most high God rules in heaven of men, rules in the kingdom of men, and appoints over it whomever he chooses. Psalm chapter 75, verse 6 to 7. For, for not from the east nor to the west, nor from the south come promotion the but God is that he lives up another. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 25. I have made the earth and the man, the, the beast, are on the ground by my great power and by my outstretched arm. And I've given it to whom is proper, seems proper to me. From these passages, God tells us that he is in control. He's still on the throne. He didn't sleep, he didn't sleep before, during, and after election. Whatever happens, God can use people's things, situation problems, good things to fulfill his purpose. 
wherever is president or leader of our country, God's purpose will still reign. Whoever is the leader, Yahweh is still God and no other towards work. One big problem for us getting involved in politics is that we lose focus on God's work. The energy, time, and resources we use to support a candidate are the same energy, time, and resources we could use to do God's work. Problem is that some people, even in the church, are more zealous in promoting their candidates than promoting the, the coming kingdom of God. Did you notice that? Some people are willing to forsake Yahweh's command to love neighbors in the name of politics. In fact, Christians are so involved in politics that you don't see the difference between Christians and non-Christians anymore. You see, politicians is a, politics is a distraction. It's never our job to put candidates in position. It is never our job to join rallies, convince people to vote for them. Most importantly, it's never our job to join anti-government or rebel groups to oust leaders from their position. No, our job is to proclaim the coming kingdom of God. We read in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16, for if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of, of or no for necessity is laid upon me. Yes, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. Yes, brethren, woe to you, woe to me. If we are so active in politics, but forget the gospel. Would you still get involved in politics? I hope this message gives us a timely reminder of what our attitude should be when it comes to politics. May the 12 reasons help you. All right. <clears throat> That's basically it right there. But, you know, a lot of people are going to um, do what they want to do when it comes to that. And there's nothing that you could say or make someone change their mind. All right. But it's up to it's up to you because some people found that this is what they like. And God says to deny yourself. And some people are not going to do that. Not going to. All right. A lot of people have lost their minds when it came to this. Even when Trump lost the election, people thought it was a good idea to go and uh, try and take over the Capitol. That was not a good idea. You were breaking the law. All right. And people wanted to justify that. And that should that should say something. That should say something to you. Okay. Wait, these people lost an election. They thought it was right to go storm the Capitol. No one sees anything wrong with that. They will even lie and say it was just a protest. That was not a protest. People were breaking property, trashing, harming people. And people died. Ashley Babbitt lost her life because she chose to broke the law. Okay. So yeah, Christians shouldn't be involved in that. But let's listen to this right here. Fair use, fair use.
Okay, so basically that'll be all for right now. All right, so uh, peace and God bless.